Oh, look, I'm late releasing the podcast again. What is going on with me? Uh, I got to tell you, it's just been an another and another. Yeah, I'm, I don't edit. I just keep going. When I make mistakes, I'm just, you know, as late as I am, just keep going. That's, that's what I'm going to do. It's been one of those weeks. You know, we are under quarantine, as they say, under lockdown. Our governor has just made us not under lockdown. Oh, hi, everybody. Michael Crows here. You're listening to Ask the Garden Geek. And uh, I wish I had a lot of garden geeky stuff to tell you, except my yard, which is dull and unexciting, and my lawnmower broke. And I said, darn, and I can't get it fixed. Uh, you know, I mean, I can't fix it myself. I've kept trying. I, I, I did everything. I, I just can't get it to start. I even uh, had some of that neat alcohol stuff that you shoot into the carburetor thingy, you know, and it starts. And uh, that was old stuff, too. I've had that candle, you know, forever. And it'd go, just die. So I don't know. So I used to take everything to Dunedin Lawnmower. They're out of business. And so then I used to take things to Cal's after that. Cal's out of business. The only place I can take it is this place off of Gulf to Bay in Clearwater. It's a Toro shop. And I called up there and they said, yeah, uh, you know, you can bring it, but it's going to be three weeks. So I said, yeah. So anyway, around about that time, I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm out in my garage. I'm, and this guy walks down the street. And he comes up. And he says, hi. I said, hi. He goes, I'm your neighbor. I said, hi. He goes, I live down at the end of the cul-de-sac. I said, good. He said, listen, I got a problem with ants. Do you know, can, can you give me some advice? Can you help me? I said, yeah, let me, let me go down there and take a look at what you got. I went, and he had, you know, giant uh, in his backyard. He had two. And they were about 15 feet away from each other giant fire ant mounds. And he said, I kept pouring stuff on that one. And then that one over there popped up. And now this one's here. I said, all right, hang on. I'm going to help you out. And if you ever run into a fire ant mound, uh, you know, uh, if, if you run into a fire ant mound, here's the right way to do it. And, and it always works. It always works. Now, this time I didn't use Amdro because I didn't have any Amdro. I had this other stuff. It was um, another bait, and it, it's a commercial bait, but it's it's pretty much the same as Amdro, except instead of Amdro has something called hydromethylnon as the active ingredient, and this stuff has chlorinenapir, I think is it's pronounced. You know, different. Uh, but from what I understand about this stuff that I had, and I got this as a sample. They sent this to me as a sample. And I've looked at it, and they say that the ants love it a lot. And it, and it doesn't really matter what the poison is. What it matters is if, you know, if the ants are going to like to eat the bait. So I said, well, let's give it a try. But the way you use any bait product, and by the way, I've had 100% control with Amdro. 100% control with Amdro. So I, I went down there, and I brought my little teaspoon thingy, and we went over to his mounds. And I said, this is how you do it, do it, okay? Uh, what you do is you come to the side of the mound, go about an inch off the mound, and, you, and, I, and I reached in and I took a, a teaspoon of it out or a tablespoon, it was a tablespoon of it out, and I made a little tiny pile right there. And he's looking at me, he goes, don't you want to put it right on the mound? I said, no, no, don't do that. He goes, you sure? I said, trust me. 
We walk over to the other mound. I did the same. The other mound was bigger. So I put a little bit more just off to the side. Just boom. He goes, well, why aren't you going to put it on the other? Nope, one location. I said, all right. So then we're sitting on his back porch out there talking, having a nice conversation about the neighborhood. I met him 14 years ago when I moved into the neighborhood. They had some kind of a neighborhood shindig down by his house in an open area. Uh, and my daughter Cassie and I went. I, I remember that very well. I said, yeah, you, you lived here. So you've lived here all these years? He goes, yeah, I've lived here 30 years. I said, oh, okay. So you were there. You know, he goes, yeah, I was there. I remember you. He goes, and I remember you and your daughter. I said, oh, okay. And I said, well, we've never talked, you know, blah, blah, and met each other. And we're sitting there about 15 minutes. I said, let's go check on the ants, shall we? He goes, all right, let's go check on the ants. He had no confidence. He had abs. He said, man, this guy, he don't know. Everybody says he's the boat. You know, nope, I knew. Walked out there. And on the one mound, ants were coming out, and they were they were worker ants. They were coming out, and they were grabbing the stuff, the bait, and they were carrying it back in. I said, look, they're carrying this back in. He goes, wow. And he, he goes over, and he runs over to the other mound. Nothing's happening over there yet. He goes, well, it's not working here. I said, give it time. He goes, what if we put it right on top? No, you, if you put it on top, what happens is the worker ants don't come out to get the stuff. The soldier ants come out and grab the stuff and take it off the mound because they think you're threatening them. He goes, really? They're that smart. I said, I don't know if they're that smart, but that's what they do. That That is just how they, that's what they do. And that is how, you know, why they, it just happens that way. So we went and we sat down some more, but then he's sitting there, we moved our chairs over so he could look at the ones and he's just watching and they're just coming out there in lines, grabbing the stuff, hauling it back in. And he says, is it like on TV? Are they going to feed it to the queen? I said, yeah, they're going to feed it to the queen. I said, but, you know, that's a good size amount. It's probably more than one queen. But, yeah, trust me, this is going to work. Trust me, trust me, trust me, this is going to work. And then a few minutes later, he walks over to the other mountain. He goes, oh, they're doing it here too. They're doing it here. At this time, he had to go get his wife because she just, you know, he just didn't believe this was happening. She comes out. And she's sitting there looking at it, and she, go, and she says, I just want to kick it. I said, do not kick it. If you kick it, the soldiers are going to come out, and they're going to bite you. And the other thing that's going to happen is they're going to stop eating this stuff. And nothing is, you know, it worked 100%. They took it down. The ant piles are now useless, and they're gone. So isn't that wonderful? That's the bad news. Here's the good news. Well, no, that is the good news. Here's more good news. He said, what are you charging me to do this? I said, I'm not charging you anything to do this. You're my neighbor. I just do neighborly stuff for neighbors. When I leave the neighborhood, I charge people. But it, in my neighborhood, I'm just, you know, I'm just Michael down the street there. And they said, okay. He goes, what can I do for you? I said, you can start my lawnmower. He goes, oh. He goes, you know, and, and I was joking. I had no idea he was a small engine mechanic. I had no idea. He said, oh, let me come down and look at it. He grabs his toolbox. He comes down there. He messes with it for about 10 or 15 minutes, still can't get it going. He said, let me take the lawnmower home. He takes the lawnmower home. He just called me a little bit before I'm recording the show and said, oh, I got it running. I got it running. I said, I'm going to record my radio show now. You know, I got I to gotta do the podcast. He said, okay. Uh, he says, it'll be here. I said, all right. Uh, so, so when I'm done here, I'm going there and we get my mower. I'm not going to mow the lawn today. I'm going to mow the lawn tomorrow. Lawns are like really tall right now because we've been having lots of rain and the lawn needs to be mowed and I need to mow it 
because it, you know, mowing my lawn is my stress reliever. So it ended nice. I went down, dumped two little tablespoons of stuff next to two ant mounds, and the guy fixed my mower. Had I been, you know, taking that someplace else, you know, you know, and I said, where are you a small engine mechanic at? He goes, oh, the Toro place. I said, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I said, yeah, I called him. They said it was going to be two to three weeks. He goes, yeah, that's what they're running down there. I said, oh. I said, well, now I know where to get my lawnmower fixed. And he just laughed. And he said, yeah, that, you know, anytime, any, anytime at all. So come on down. I said, okay. So, you know, I thought that was pretty good. Oh, and on top of that, on top of all of that, my radiator and my truck went out. I, I just thought something was wrong. And my, uh, it, it kept, it, it, my gauge started going up, going up. And, you know, I lifted up the hood and I, I didn't see anything, but I checked the reservoir and the reservoir was empty. So I put a gallon of coolant in it and I started it up and it sucked that whole gallon in. But I thought it was fixed. I thought it was all done. I thought I just ran low on, on coolant. And then, no, not it. I said, oh, my. I took it up to the mechanic that I always take my stuff to. I didn't take it to my friend. I, I, I took it to the place and they said, you need a new radiator. I said, all right. And then they said, oh, and you need two new hoses. I said, all right. And then they said, oh, your serpentine belt looks a little weird. My son, Zach, who's 25, said, Dad, why is there a snake belt in the truck? I said, this is just, just sit, relax, you know, just, just chill out a little bit. Can you chill out just a little bit? And he said, yeah, I can chill out just a little bit. So he chilled a little bit and... They had it for about five hours and called me up and said, come on down and get it. I said, okay, how much is it going to cost? How much do you think it costs me to put a new radiator, two hoses, and a serpentine belt in a Ford Ranger, an old Ford Ranger? How much do you think that costs me? I'll tell you what. Send me an email at michael.cross at gmail.com. The person who is closest to the amount Gets a real nifty gardening book that I haven't even opened yet. It's over there on the other side of the room in an envelope from a publicist, but I know it's a gardening book. And I will send it straight off to you, the person who gets to the closest amount. And by the way, the closest amount is higher than I thought it was going to be. You know, that, that amount is a lot higher than I thought it was going to be. So that just tells you what a miserable week I've been having. Uh, my lovely second ex-wife, my favorite of all three ex-wives, uh, followed me down to the place, and we got there. We wore masks. Man, I got my, I got these really good masks. We wore masks, you know, and everything. I was very, you know, I was, I was very careful. I've, I've been staying away from everybody. You know, I, I just, I have generally not left the house much, you know, just to get groceries. And I know exactly what I want because I'm only eating meat and cheese. And now I see that meat's going to go outrageous in price. But I've got a bunch of it stacked away, so I'm pretty happy with myself. And uh, but and and I eat eggs, and I got a bunch of eggs, so I don't go out much. I'm just sort of sitting here. Everybody said, "Why aren't you going out?" You know, and just you know, they're opening things. I said, "Listen, I got five kids. I don't want to get involved in any of the political BS of all this." But I said, "I got five kids, and I got five little baby grandchildren. My oldest grandchild is eight, and they go down to two. And uh, you know, I, I said." I'm all concerned about their safety, and that, that is it. I mean, I can't even go hug my grandkids right now because, you know, I'm afraid I might have something that I give to them that I don't know about. And I just, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I, I, saw the, I saw them today uh, again. I, I've seen them several times. Uh, my daughter brings them over in her car, in the SUV, and I see them through the closed windows. And, oh, man, 
that is like heartbreaking. I just want to grab them and hugging them and kissing and, and all that. And, but, and I got two more up in, in Millville, you know, uh, New Jersey that I can't see, but we Zoom. And, you know, it, it's frustrating. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this week's Late Show. My name is Michael Kroos, michael.kroos at gmail.com, C-R-O-S-E. Tell me what you think it costs me to get the new radiator, two new radiator hoses, and a, um, and a serpentine belt that Zach is still laughing about. Zach is, you know, you got you to gotta snake us. Shut up, Zach. Uh, but just tell me what you think that costs on a Ford Ranger. And the closest one gets the book. The closest one gets the book. I will send out the book. I got nothing else to do. I'm just sitting around here. I'm going to mow the yard tomorrow. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll send out a book on Monday. We'll, we'll see. Have a super wonderful